Interacting with the sighted community can be very interesting. So I've got a guest with me to talk about the questions and comments that you might get and some tips on how to respond. That's coming up today on episode 11 of Life After Sight Loss Radio. Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. If you're new to the program, this is the place where we talk about product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there, everyone. I'm super excited about today's episode. I'm always excited about the episodes because I love talking about this stuff and bringing it to you guys. But today, I've got a very special guest with me to talk about the topic of interacting with the sighted community. Because a lot of times you'll get questions, you'll get comments, you'll get things that might make you wonder why they're saying that, you'll get things that'll make you angry, you'll get things that are just surprising to you. So I've got a very good friend of mine, his name is Sam, he runs a YouTube channel called The Blind Spot, and he is going to have a great discussion with me about all kinds of awesome things from questions we get asked and comments that people make, it's just going to be a great time doing that. But before we jump in to it as always you can find the show notes to this episode which includes all kinds of wonderful things that I'll talk about here in just a minute but those show notes can be found at lifeaftersightloss.com slash zero one one that's lifeaftersightloss.com slash zero one one now this week the show notes are very important because I'm going to have tons of links for you to go check out Sam on YouTube Twitter Facebook all that good stuff you can check out his channel and subscribe because I know you find great information over there He's taught me a ton of stuff, so make sure to check him out. Links in the show notes. And I've got a special bonus that I'm trying out this week called After Hours, which basically is a little audio segment that Sam and I recorded after the podcast. And it's some extra stuff. We talk about people accusing uh, blind people of faking it. We talk about some philosophical questions. And he shares a great tip on how he sometimes (laughs) has a comical way of dealing with certain things. So you've got to check that out. And if you want that bonus content, all you got to do is go over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash zero one one, and you can sign up and get that audio content I'm calling the after hours. So you've got to check it out at the show notes. Now, normally at the top of the show, we do some news and updates, but when I have a guest, I just want to give them as much time as possible. So we're going to forego the news and updates this week and jump right into it. So here is my discussion, conversation, good time with my good buddy Sam from The Blind Spot talking about interacting with the sighted community. Joining me today via the World Wide Web and thanks to Skype is my good buddy Sam CV from his YouTube channel, The Blind Spot. Sam, how you doing today? Hello, I am doing great. Derek, thank you very much for having me on. 
Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm glad to have you here uh, on the podcast. You're, um, you know, one of the first guests that we've had, so this should be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm honored. You, you should be. That's right. <laughs> so uh, today we're actually going to talk about uh, sort of, I don't know, dealing with the sighted community, if you will. And, you know, more specifically, some of the things that either they say or ask or talk about with us, because sometimes it can be very... I don't know, like skin crawling. It's like, what did you say? <laughs> what? What? But I think what happens is, um, you know, we have to understand and educate and all that sort of thing. So we're going to get into that. But let me just yeah. ask you as we get started here, because you were the one kind of with this idea. So what kind of brought you to this idea of, of talking about this? Well, I, I've, I've, you know, of course, You've been legally blind a while. You've you've lived with it for a long time. I've lived with it since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, we've run into a lot of those people that uh, just have little comments or, or uh, just don't really know much about it, and so they don't know exactly what they're talking about. And it can be a little frustrating um, <laughs> and comical at times. So I thought it would be a good topic for a podcast just to talk about it, share experiences, um, and maybe maybe – uh, touch on some of our favorites over the years and (laughs) (laughs) but yes we do need to you know we'll we'll definitely uh preface all this by saying that for the most part people people are coming from a a a place of kindness and Mm -hmm. it's they're not trying to be mean or anything they're just ignorant on the whole topic of of blindness and visual impairment so we're not we're not ragging on people we're not trying to bring uh uh put people down. We're just, it, it, it's funny sometimes. And, and uh, you know, we should share that with your listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of those things we rag on people when it, we're not recording. So <laughs> yes, yes. Off camera. <laughs> uh, uh, that's right. So no, today, I, like I said, I just want to, you know, as we've talked about, I want to share some things that we've heard, some of our, our favorites or most mentionable, you know, that sort of thing. And maybe mm-hmm. some ways and tips and tricks on how to deal with it. Because the, the listener of this podcast, a lot of times, or people who are have just recently lost their sight or family members who's you know somebody in their family's just lost their sight recently and so they're kind of entering into this world they've been sighted for you know some time of their life and now they're entering into this blind world and they're hearing things and yeah. they're like what do I do with this because especially i would say you know early on you can be really angry in general and then you hear somebody say something that you would deem stupid, and then that, that makes you twice as angry. I mean, does that resonate? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because it, it, I, I understand exactly what you mean. It could be easy to lash out at that person, but you have to take a step back and realize that they just they just don't really know any better. Um, and it's you know they're not they're not trying to be mean. The vast majority of them are not trying to be mean. And but it, you you do need to understand that this will happen to you at some point mm-hmm. in your life. People are going to say a lot of the things that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> so true, so true. And and again, I understand, and I'm sure you do too, Sam. I understand that feeling that rises up in you, and you, I, you mm-hmm. know, I really want to be passive aggressive with <laughs> with people, but I know that's probably not the right answer. So as we go through these things, keep in mind what Sam said. It's probably going to happen to you at some point, and so you know, prepare yourself a little bit and be like, you know what, people aren't trying to be crass and mean they're they're probably just like you said they're 
ignorant, and that's not a bad word. It just means they don't know. I mean, when yeah, I yeah. I was cited, you know, for men, for quite a few years, and and I didn't know, so it's not like I expect them to know either. So, uh, as we jump into this, uh, we've kind of broken this down into sections, if you will, a little bit. Now, again, this isn't necessarily going to happen to every single person. Um, you know, it, sometimes you have different things happen, and sometimes you don't fit into every section, but. Regardless of it all, as we talk about it, keep in mind that what we're saying is to be kind, be caring, compassionate, and educate as much as you can. So the first thing I want to kind of discuss is people like you and I, Sam. And uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who used the phrase the in-betweeners because we're not sighted and we're not totally blind. We're somewhere on the spectrum in between. And as a matter of fact, from statistics I've seen, the majority of visually impaired people are not totally blind. That's, uh, yeah. you know, the myth is everybody's totally blind, but, you know, we're, we're not. So, yeah, I think, I think it's something like 90, 90 something percent of, mm-hmm. of visually impaired people have some sight, some usable sight. Some of the things you get, especially if you're visually impaired like Sam and myself, you're going to get some things. Now, the first one that I wrote down here is the classic one that I know you and I have both gotten at different points. It's the you don't look blind. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that so much. And again, I, I always want to ask people, and I did ask one lady recently, but I always want to ask people, what do blind people look like? You know, mm-hmm. what do you mean when you say I don't look blind? And the classic picture, I think, for them is dark sunglasses, the white cane, the, the far off stare, the, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but th- I've gotten that before. So have you gotten that, Sam? I have. And, you know, I think I'm not sitting at a piano playing uh, jazz or, you know, <laughs> so of course I'm not, I must not be blind. Uh, that's but right. no, yeah, yeah. I, and I, I recently uh, talked with another uh, blind YouTuber on my channel and I, we talked about this. This, and she brought up that exact same comment. You don't look b- blind. And that's the thing. It's like, is is it because, you know, my eyes actually work and, and I'm looking in your direction? Is it because one of them isn't hanging out and, you know, disfigured? <laughs> I mean, what is a blind person supposed to look like? For, really? Again, I think they have a stereotype in their mind. And actually, I was talking to somebody and we, we don't see a lot of, quote, visually impaired, legally blind people in movies. It's usually, you know, it's, it's Ray Charles or, something. Yeah. you know, that's yeah. the picture we get. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you know you don't see somebody who's who looks quote unquote normal but does have a vision impairment. So mm-hmm. I think for this, you know, when you get that you don't look blind, I would suggest I'll ask you in a second, Sam. But I would suggest, you know, if you can, if you are you know in a situation where you can, I would ask that person, uh, can you tell me what your version of a blind person is? You know, with that now again, that may sound passive aggressive. Like, why don't you tell me? What, <laughs> but I don't mean yeah. that. I mean in in genuineness, like. I'm I'm curious what the public thinks about what blind people look like. And so if I was in a situation where I knew the person or at least I had time to converse with them for a minute, I might ask like, oh, that's interesting, you know, and maybe explain, well, I'm actually visually impaired and, you know, sometimes you can't go into a 45-minute diatribe about it. But if you can, you know, ask those questions. What do you think, Sam? What what kind of response would you have? No, that, that, I think that's, I think you're spot on with that. Um, if you have the time, explain to them uh, very nicely that it's not, I always say it's not black and white. It's not totally blind or can see perfectly. There's this this wide area in the middle that most of us fall on. And, you know, that's a great, great idea is ask them nicely. Well, you know, what do you think a blind person looks like? Because um, I would be <laughs> interested to know that as well. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to know. And what I would probably end up saying is a blind person looks like me. 
Like I'm, you know, I'm blind mm-hmm. and, and not, and some people don't like to use that term. Like, and we've talked about that before. Do you say visually impaired? Do you say legally blind? And I've got a podcast episode you can check out uh, if you want to hear more about that. But the idea that there's so many different terms and some people will not use the word blind. They're like, no, I don't like that. It's like, I'm yeah, not. And yeah. it's like, you know, calm down. Like <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am blind. It's okay. And so yeah. it, that I look like that. So yeah, I think that's, that's one of the biggest ones for the quote unquote in betweeners. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I think we get stuff like that because of that stereotype that people give us. Another one, a question that I get from people is, how many fingers am I holding up? Which is one of my <sighs> biggest pet peeves. I hate, hate, hate <laughs> when people ask that question. I'm like, what do you mean? Why would you ask that? Like, that's like going up to a deaf person and screaming at them, being like, can you hear me? Like, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> yeah. it seems super offensive. And, yeah. you know, and so have you ever, has anybody ever at something similar to that? Can you see this? Derek, I, I swear, if I had a dollar throughout my life with, for every time somebody asked me that it surprises me it's still still to this day because to me that's not my what I would automatically go to how many fingers am I holding up but I got it from kids when I was uh, when I was younger Mm -hmm. I to this day I still people still say you know when you tell them you can't see very well they said oh really how many fingers am I holding up I used to be a, I used to be kind of a, a, a smart aleck. Um, I mean, I still am, but kind of in a negative way. And I would sometimes <laughs> I would say uh, one less than your IQ, um, <laughs> <laughs> or which is not really that original. But um, the other one that I get by far the most is, did you forget your glasses? Because mm. I don't wear glasses. Mm-hmm. I, I know you don't wear them right. either. Uh-huh. That's another one where people think that glass, if you if you can't see well, then, oh, then you wear glasses because glasses can fix every single vision impairment under right. the sun. And that's just, once again, that's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it were, but it's not. When people say something like that, and we'll get into that more in just a minute, they say something like, can you wear glasses or why don't you wear glasses? I usually want to be super passive aggressive and be like, thank God you're here. If I had, if you'd not been here, I wouldn't have known about glasses. What, what will I do? You know, I need to call my doctor right away. <laughs> thank goodness, all these years. You know, and it's, and again, I'm not like that, but I really want to be in my head. And so it, it's just those things where you assume that if you're, okay, you're totally blind, you can't wear glasses. But if you have a vision problem, quote unquote, a visual disturbance, as I like to say, then clearly mm-hmm. glasses will fix it, right? It's like, no. Right. And again, that gets us back to the education piece, the part of where we're having to educate the public. And when I lost my sight, I, I was like, I don't want to educate the public. Like, why do I have to do this now? But if we don't educate them the right way, then they'll learn the stereotypes like we've talked about, and that's what they'll go with. And it's like, that's just not accurate. So yeah, for in-betweeners, I think we could probably talk about that all night because we experience a lot of that, <laughs> you know, throughout <laughs> the years. But the next one, I think that we get a lot from people, and I don't know if you've gotten this before, but I kind of get the idea that they want to share in the suffering with me. You know, they think, oh, you're, you're bad. Yeah. And so I'll get like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm legally blind without my glasses. And I'm like, well, then you're not legally blind. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and they'll say something like, you know, oh, yeah, I've, my, my left eye has a, a bit of a problem or, um, you know, just, just things like that. And, and, I, and again, we talked about the beginning. I think it comes from a good place. I don't think it's trying to be like negative in any stretch, but they want yeah, to share yeah. with us in that. And, and I think that's a good thing. I just think, you know, it's like, well, it's not really, you know, you're not really legally blind. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Have you gotten things I think, like that? I think sometimes people 
they feel a little awkward when you say it uh, that you can't see very well. And so they want to try and make you feel better by being related, uh, relative to you. And uh, so they say things like that. And there's a YouTuber named Casey. She put out a video. I I forget exactly what it was titled, but it was basically defining legally blind. What Mm -hmm. does legally blind Mm -hmm. mean? And she talks about that very thing that, uh, you know, people saying those things to her and, and saying, well, no, the way that it works is, you know, what's your, your visual acuity after it's corrected. At your so best if, you, corrected if you put vision. your glasses on and you can see fine, then you're not legally blind. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and just, it's, that's just the facts. It's not, you know, we're not, I'm not trying to be mean or make it sound like you're not as cool as I am because you can see better, but that's just the facts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and sometimes I'll be like, well, did you drive here? Well, then you're not legally blind. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and just those kind of things. And again, it comes from a place where they're actually trying to be, I think, most people anyway, are trying mm-hmm. to be compassionate and, and yeah. try to understand where you're coming from. And so for that, you know, I appreciate it. I, it's like, okay, I get it. I will try to educate and, and help them. And on that podcast episode I did about the different terms, I you know, we defined it. You know, it's the best correctable vision. And then you mm-hmm. go from there. But again, it, it's not like they're trying to be malicious by any means or anything like that. So you just kind of got to give them grace uh, you know, give them understanding and be like, well, actually, it's, you know, this, you know, and, and we get a lot of questions as well. People ask us, you know, a ton of questions about our vision. But before we jump into that, Sam, I want to give people just a chance to learn more about you. So why don't you oh. tell us who you are and how you have gotten into this world of visual impairment? And what's your quote unquote, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And <laughs> and give us some information about what you're doing. How I got into the world of visual impairment. I like that. I was born into it. Uh, it's a legacy. It's a legacy. Uh, <laughs> to talk a little bit about my vision impairment, I have Stargardt's disease. Uh, it's a hereditary form of um, a juvenile form of macular degeneration. Uh, so my started to my vision started to decline when I was about eleven. Um, I was twenty twenty until then, mm-hmm. and I wish I could remember more of those years. But mm-hmm. um, uh, it's slowly progressing. I'm probably my acuity is probably about uh, twenty. 600 now, maybe 2,500, something like that. Um, so I still have a, a lot of usable vision. Uh, I don't have any central vision. I have blind spots. So I use my peripheral, uh, completely. If you want me, do you want me to go into about YouTube? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I know that, uh, that's how we got to be friends and mm-hmm. you know, that's how we got connected. So tell people a little bit about your YouTube channel. My channel is called the blind spot for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking for a name, I, 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 Wanted it to be um, relevant to my vision impairment, uh, so I, I, I thought that, oh, the blind spot, that'll be great. And then it's also a place where people can come to learn about living life with vision loss. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought it was it was perfect. Yes. <laughs> it was a little bit of an aha moment when I, when I thought of that one, but um, – they don't come around for me very often. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to grab them when you can. I got, I do, I do. But it's, I've been doing it for a couple of years. I've got, uh, I don't even know how many videos I have. It's something like, like 270 videos. Um, oh, wow. I, we just passed 3,000 subscribers. It's pretty, pretty awesome a couple yeah. days ago. So it's, it's going well. Um, it's, a lot of tips and tricks videos, how to videos. I do a lot of product reviews. Um, 
I, I try to focus on the positive side of vision loss um, or being visually impaired. Not not necessarily the positives, but it's not all doom and gloom, is right. my opinion yeah. or my philosophy. So you know, there are some some fun things and there are some some comical things. Um, <laughs> I have a whole series called uh, "Why It Sucks to Be Blind," and um, so you know, it'll be it'll be like uh, reason number four why it sucks to be blind, and that'll be the the video topic. That's and, awesome. Uh, so. I need to make some more of those. In fact, everybody likes those. And I haven't put one out in a while, so I need to I need to come up with some more ideas. Yeah, Derek, you need to help me. Okay, get some good ideas. let's do it. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> well, awesome, awesome. I'm sure people would love to check you out. If you haven't checked him out yet, hop on over to the show notes to get that link. Or you can search on YouTube for The Blind Spot. All right, so we're continuing, Sam, talking about these different things that people say to us and talking about, you know, how to respond to them and, and how to, you know, give them some grace at times. And and some of the things we get are questions. Now, it really depends on the situation and the person and, quote, unquote, what's wrong with us. But, you know, we get different questions. Like some of the questions I've gotten before are things like, you know, what's it like to be blind? And one of was like, <laughs> how did you go blind? How did you lose your sight? You know, that sort of thing, which if it's a little kid, I'll say it's because I didn't eat my green vegetables, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I didn't I, do my homework. I didn't do my homework. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, I, I shot my eye out with a BB gun, but you know, mm-hmm. the things like that, I, I get questions about my visual impairment. And, and again, it depends on the situation. Sometimes it's family and friends. Sometimes it's strangers making conversation on a bus. But do you get questions about your visual impairment, like what it is to be and how you lost it and that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. All the time. You know, um, when you start that dialogue, start that conversation, um, it, it inevitably tends to end up that way. And, and that's totally fine. I'm I'm always happy to, to talk about it and how it happened and, and educate people on it because uh, we – they need more education out there about vision impairment. Yeah, absolutely. I think people say like, well, can I ask some questions? Would you mind if I ask questions? And I'm like, no, not at all. Go right ahead. You know, because like you said, this is my opportunity to educate in that moment. And so mm-hmm. if they're willing to ask the questions, then I'm definitely willing to talk about it. You know, and, and again, if it's a total stranger, I'm not going to go into my entire life story necessarily, but I'm going to give them, you know, bits and pieces, things that would be helpful to them, you know, that sort of thing. So I think the questions that we get, uh, are important and it's important to try to take the time to answer them if you can. Again, we're not saying that you know you need to stop and give a 20 minute lecture every time somebody asks you a question, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But if you can take the time, I think it's important. So you know that that's a that's that's just part of of our lives now is you know the education piece of it. Mm-hmm. The other area that I got, I, I know I don't think you've ever had one, but I I used to have a guide dog for quite a few years. And a lot of visually impaired people, after they lose their sight, one of the things they think about is getting a guide dog. And I've done a video about that. I'm going to do a podcast episode in a few weeks about guide dogs. But the classic things, they, oh, you know, can I pet your dog? And, you know, oh, I had a hunting dog one time that looked like that. And they'll tell me a 20-minute story about their hunting dog. (laughs) Um, You know, and I say hunting on purpose because I know it's hunting, but nobody ever tells me a story about their hunting dog. They tell me a story about their hunting dog. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, um, you know, and, and they just, and again, they don't understand. They ask questions like, well, how does the dog tell you where you're going? I'm like, the dog doesn't tell you where you're going. You have to know. And so again, in that niche sort of conversation, it's still a point of education. You know, like this is education about how to behave around a dog, what the dog does, you know, that sort of thing. So again, even though uh, not every blind person has a guide dog, it still relates back 
to the education piece. And so, you know, ha- have you ever interacted with anybody with a guide dog? Have they talked about that before? Yeah, um, I've, I've done a couple conventions. Well, I graduated from a school for the blind in North Carolina um, from uh, high school. And so there were there were dogs there. Um, I've and then since I started working, uh, I, I'm a, currently an assistive technology program coordinator at a nonprofit. And since I've been working there for about a year, I've been around a lot of dogs, um, going to conventions and things like that. And the <laughs> the dogs crack me up. I love these dogs because <laughs> it's such a dichotomy of they when when the harness is on, they are all business. And I'm sure you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. They are all mm-hmm. business. Yes. You don't you don't mess with the dogs. The dogs are working. Um, they are great at their job. Super amazing, intelligent, well trained animals. But as soon as that harness comes off. They instantly revert back to puppies. They're and, ready to go. That's right. <laughs> and they run around and play and roll around on their backs and and just have a grand old time. And it's so it's 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 hilarious to to watch that. It's it's definitely yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean they're dogs first for sure. You know mm-hmm. they're they're excellently trained. They're amazing animals, but they're dogs. And so um, I shared a story on the podcast a few episodes back about how my dog had like was his leash was over my arm and he dove to the floor and knocked my tray out of my hand and because he was trying to get some food on the floor because mm-hmm. he was a dog he's like hey look some food i'll, I'll have well with that <laughs> so it's just one of those things where it's like they're going to be dogs but you know people are all the time i i had people pet the dog and read the sign out loud that said do not pet me i am working and they would be <laughs> petting him they're like that's nice that's cute i'm like what what are you doing but, oh look he has a cute sign on him <laughs> that's nice he's working it's like yeah get away but yeah. but again even in those moments you know if if you have a guide dog if you have somebody you you know who has a guide dog, they're going to run into this just like all the other things we've talked about. And so Mm -hmm. it's important to, you know, quote unquote, stay calm and just kind of give an explanation as easy and quickly as you can that, yes, this is a working dog. They help me. And, you know, distracting them is is not only a bad thing to do, it it could be harmful as the dog is just like, you know, wandering into the street or something because you're calling it across the street. So, uh, you know, it's just education and getting that education out there for people. All right. So again, all these things come back around to education, educating the public, that sort of thing. So we have just a few tips here, and these aren't hard and fast rules. These are just some things to think about. So first of all, it's a lot about how you say things. And that goes for the person talking to you as well. But it's not about what you say always, about how you say it. And so if you can be kind in your vocal inflection, then I think it will carry a lot of weight. Like, you know, the difference between saying, well, what does a blind person look like versus what does the blind person look like you know i mean it's it's <laughs> yeah. a big thing so it's about how you say it um you know and then i think like we said education is key remember that you're educating the public like you're educating people that aren't uh aren't fully aware of what being blind is like whether it's visual impairment total blindness whatever it might be they're not fully aware of that so it's our job to educate them in those moments um, mm-hmm. you know, education's key. Another one is to be aware of the situation, like understanding where you're at and where your surroundings are. So Sam, let me ask you, is there a specific situation where you've been able to have a conversation with somebody versus a time where you, you know, you were just in the middle and you couldn't talk to that person? Do you, can you think of those times? Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I also say that, uh, knowing your situation, um, is a good indicator of if, if the person's, 
trying to be rude or if the person's genuinely curious, you know, um, yeah. a perfect example is I was at a restaurant the other day and I was asking, it was one of those restaurants that you order food. Um, it's kind of like a subway, but it was a Mexican restaurant. So they were making burritos, but I had to tell them what I was, what I wanted and I can't see any of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, could you tell me what you have? Um, and she's like, she said, uh, well, we have this, we have this, we have this, but I could tell there was a whole nother section. So I said, um, okay, well, what about over here? You know, what do you have over there? And she kind of, well, uh, you know, well, we have this, this, and then my wife kind of jumped in because she could, she could tell that the lady was a little uncomfortable. Maybe she picked up on a visual cue that I wasn't picking up on, but sure. she said, uh, she said, oh, well, he can't see very well. And she, and the lady got very embarrassed. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm really, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I said, it's, it's okay. It's no problem at all. This, I said, trust me, this, it happens all the time. I'm, I'm really, I'm really used to it. So, mm-hmm. and I could tell, you know, in that situation, she wasn't trying to be rude. Right. She just didn't know. She didn't understand the situation. So I wasn't going to lash out at her and, right. you know, well, the customer's always right. Well, you should have known, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so true. So, so true. So it's, it's, it's knowing your situation and, and judging, judging the situation by uh, you know what's going on around you and 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 you can take the time like like you said if, if you have time to sit there and, and explain it you're, you're in a waiting room at a doctor's office or something like that you're not going anywhere anyway you might as well uh talk to him about it but if you're in an elevator and the door's about to open <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe be brief you know yeah. don't, don't give the diatribe about your whole life history in that moment so exactly. I think that's a good point to remember, especially for people who are listening that, you know, have just recently lost vision. You're going to run into situations where some people don't quite get it. You know, that woman's her first thought probably was not, oh, I bet he can't see very well. That's why he's asking. Exactly. You yeah. know, I'm sure she was like, why is he asking me this? Why isn't he just looking at the thing? And so it was confusing. That's that's what a lot of um, people don't understand is, is that we assume that the sighted people first thought is that we're visually impaired. And especially if you have usable vision left, that's probably not their first thought. So you have to really give them that, that benefit of the doubt and be like, no, 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 I I just can't see very well. So, you know, that sort of thing. And, and again, people are probably going to be apologetic. I'm so sorry. It's like, it's not your fault. It's okay. You know, I have told people that before, like, it's not your fault. I'm blind. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> <laughs> it is because it is you're you're absolutely right it's probably the very last thing they're thinking of especially another situation that it happens a lot for me is in uh, fast food restaurants because you walk in there and you automatically look up at the board even yes, though i can't yes. see the board at all but that's just what we are we've been ingrained in our in absolutely. our being growing up in this this world that we look up at the menu board that's right so when i say um I can't see very well. What's, what are your, or I, not even that, if I just say, uh, what are your specials or, you know, what are your, your value meals or whatever? Uh, and they kind of look at me strangely and look at the board and, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're they're thinking, well, it's right there. You're staring yeah, right at it. Right Why are you there, asking? Weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not their fault because, because I am actually looking at the board so that in their <laughs> mind, I should be seeing the board. No problem. So that's right. Yeah. I understand that, so I don't. Once again, I don't get mad at them for acting like that. Um, we should all go in with our heads down and like, help me, help me. Like, you know. <laughs> well, and then that's that's where I've started taking the cane around. Um, yeah, because yeah. it helps a lot in situations like that. But it kind of helps to save those awkward conversations. Yeah, it, it helps take that that moment and shift it towards sight loss or vision impairment, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you got a cane. Now I will say this, not everybody knows what the cane means because I had a lady come up to me 
it was back oh this was years ago it was in a place called disc jockey do you remember did you have any of those around there oh yeah the old disc, yeah. They, they're not around anymore are they no no <laughs> this is dating myself disc jockey this woman came up to me in the store and said is that a golf club <laughs> I didn't like I think I responded as good as I could. I was just so astonished. I was like, "What do you mean? Like, does this look like a golf club?" You know, like, but I was just like, "No, I I can't see very well. It's my cane." She's like, "Oh, okay." And then she walked on. I was just like, "What do you <laughs> I mean?" Should have said, "Yes, yes. It is. I'm playing I'm playing through. <laughs> I'm playing through. Can you help me find the ball?" Like, <laughs> yes. I know it's around here somewhere. Just start looking around. So, yeah, it's it just amazes me. But you're right. If you can have that sort of identifier, you know, it helps mm-hmm. avoid some of those awkward conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think another tip is, again, it's okay to be honest with people. I think we sometimes, you know, just sort of play it off and we're sort of, you know, it, it's whatever. But it's like, no, I'm visually impaired. I have a visual impairment or whatever. And, and engaging in that moment where it's just like, no, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk i'm whatever like sometimes i've gotten where this person tell me like i waved at you and you didn't wave and it's like well i'm visually impaired and just being honest about it and not being a jerk about it but just being honest like here's what here's what it's really like here's what i really do here's what you know that sort of thing so being honest in those situations i think can be very helpful to that person especially if they're trying to learn more and be educated then they'll take that education so i you know would you agree with that sam being honest is is a good thing yeah absolutely be honest and what i always tell people um sometimes i'll do talks and and i've i've spoken at uh, schools with kids and stuff it's don't be afraid to ask if you have questions just ask yes. most visually impaired people are perfectly happy to talk about it um and they're going to be honest like you said so true that's such a good point like just you know it's okay to ask because honestly I think we learned in school, if you never ask, you never get the answers. And so if you really want answers about a visually impaired person, you know, ask them, just talk to them. Um, mm-hmm. I, one time I was in a museum, I think, and I heard a little girl beside me when I had my cane and she was like, daddy, what's that white cane? The dad like grabbed her and was like, be quiet. Don't, I was just like, <laughs> like I wanted, I couldn't respond. I didn't want to, you know, I was moving, but I was just like, she was genuinely interested. I could have probably given her a, you know, an answer and been like, well, I have, you know, this or whatever. And the, honestly, kids respond much better than adults do most of the time. Yeah. But, you know, it's just one of those things. So overall, I think, you know, with these tips and these conversations that we've had and these questions that we get, I think what we have said numerous times on this podcast and numerous times we've said to each other and to a lot of people is that it's our job and our responsibility to educate people. Now, I'm not saying that everybody loves to educate people and it's a like, great, I'm a teacher now, but it's We know the truth and we have the truth to share with people about what it's like to be visually impaired, what it really means. And no, we're in betweeners. We don't we're not totally blind and and different things like that. So I think the education key is the biggest part of it all. I mean, Sam, what do you think? What overarching? I think that's kind of what we're saying. Yeah, absolutely. We need to uh, let as many people know about vision loss and vision impairment as possible. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what we've been saying all this podcast, both the podcast, the YouTube channel and the YouTube channel you do, all that stuff. It's all about that. And so why don't one more time, Sam, why don't you tell us where we can find you on the web, on the World Wide Web, so that people can <laughs> connect with you. Where's that at? Well, I'm, I'm definitely not as many places as you are, Derek, but uh, 
<laughs> I, I, it's too much work, but it um, is too much I work, am on <laughs> YouTube. You can find me at the blind spot. Um, if you have trouble, cause there's that TV show blind spot. So sometimes mm-hmm. that'll pop up, but if you, uh, you can also search for the blind spot, Sam, you can also email me at the blind spot, Sam at gmail.com. Then there's also the blind spot, Facebook, the blind spot, Twitter. You're all over the place. And the good news for my listeners, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes <laughs> so that you don't have to go searching around. You can just go to the show notes and click them and go right over and visit Sam. Subscribe, send him a message, follow him, like him, all that good stuff. Yes. And let him know that he's valuable because he has likes and follows. <laughs> on the I'll be like Stuart, Stuart Smiley. <laughs> and gosh darn it, you're worth it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for being part of today's podcast episode. I so appreciate you coming on and sharing your uh, stories and your thoughts and opinions. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. It was my pleasure, and I hope to do it again. I've got more ideas. I'm going to take over your podcast. (laughs) I can't wait, and we're going to do it again very, very soon. Thanks for being here. And there you go, my friends. What a great time I had with Sam talking about all this stuff. We had such just a great conversation and we laughed. (laughs) It was just so enjoyable. And you've really got to check out the bonus time, the after hours, because we had another great round of conversation there talking again about accusing, being accused of faking it. We talked about, um, you know, philosophical questions that we get asked, the would you rather have this or this? And he shares a great thing that he does with people. That was hysterical. So you've got to check it out. Go over to the show notes, lifeaftersightloss.com slash 011 and sign up to get that free bonus material, The After Hours. Well, guys, that's going to wrap it up for me this week. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love to hear from you. You can hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact. And there's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, all that stuff. Let me know what you thought. Did you enjoy Sam? Did you have any comments, questions about it? I'd love for you to hit me up on the World Wide Web. Just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash contact. And while you're serving the web, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast and get all the links for Apple Podcasts, for Google Play, for Stitcher, wherever you subscribe to podcast, you can check it out over there, lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast. And by the way, a lot of podcasters will ask you to rate and review their show in iTunes and so forth. And while you can certainly do that, and I would love a rating and review, the best thing for you to do to help this podcast grow is to share it. Share it on your Facebook, on your Twitter, tell your friends about it, family members things like that. Help them to know more about it. If you meet somebody that is going through sight loss or a family member or something like that, let them know and say, hey, you need to check out this podcast because I think it'd be very, very helpful. So share it out and help this podcast grow. And that concludes another episode of Life After Sight Loss Radio. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I hope it was informative, and I hope that you were encouraged along your journey of sight loss. Don't forget that you can find the show notes to today's episode at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 011. That's going to include all the links for Sam, as well as a sign-up to get that bonus after hours where Sam and I have more great conversation. Thanks again for listening this week, and until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end, it's just the beginning. My name's Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.
All the content in this podcast and on lifeaftersightloss.com is intended for educational and informational purposes only. If you're in need of medical, legal, or professional advice, please seek out a specialist in your area.